Over the last 50 years, the market has returned about 8% to investors. Welcome to BYFIQ, where we talk about business financial literacy, explore strategies for profitability, and unlock the power of finance so you can make more money in business. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Financial literacy costs you a lot more than you might think. Consider this, only one third of adults worldwide are financially literate. This means that 5.3 billion people, yes, that's billion with a capital B, lack an understanding of basic financial concepts such as creating a budget, managing debt, enhancing earning potential, or even reading a financial statement. If you find that alarming, consider that last year alone, financial literacy cost Americans over $300 billion. It's crazy, right? The issue doesn't only affect individuals. More than 82% of business failures are due to cash flow problems rooted in a lack of financial knowledge. Why do you think I'm so passionate about this stuff? During my tenure as a CFO of a fintech company, we raised over $100 million and neared unicorn status translating to a valuation of a billion dollars. In this whirlwind period, we were acquiring companies at a breakneck pace, expanding our tech platform, forging strategic partnerships, and devising strategies to revolutionize the world of personal finance. Our mission was straightforward, to empower individuals with superior tools and insights, enabling them to make more informed financial decisions and investments for a better quality of life. Throughout this journey, I realized that while there's a vast opportunity to help people with personal finance issues, such as navigating excessive fees, avoiding bad investments, planning for retirement, and evading debilitating debt, the real benefit for individuals lies in understanding business finance. Let me be completely candid for a moment. In the United States, we're often sold a false narrative that you can become wealthy and retire by age 65 simply by setting aside a portion of your income in a retirement vehicle like an IRA or 401k managed by a financial advisor. In fact, I recall in my 20s sitting with a financial advisor who showed me that saving a part of every paycheck and earning an average 10% return, I could amass $5 million by the time I turned 60. This idea was exciting at the time, but as I grew older, I realized several critical oversights. First, the projection of $5 million in 40 years didn't account for inflation. And think about it. At the time, the average home was about $250,000. Now in our same area, an average home cost about $700,000. So what would $5 million really get me by the time I reached 60 years old with inflation? Moreover, I hadn't grasped that paying a 2% fee over 30 years would result in, listen to this, 58% less money than if I had chosen a low-cost index fund with only 0.5% in fees. Now, I'm not saying financial advisors are inherently bad. I know many of them who do incredible work transforming people's lives. However, I wanna highlight how destructive a lack of financial literacy can be, often extending individuals' working years unnecessarily. And who wants that? I mean, we all want financial freedom. Now, let me return to the topic of fees. Did you know that 71% of Americans believe they don't pay any fees for their 401k management? Even when informed, 92% have no clue about the fee amount. On the other hand, some people realize this about financial advisors and they tried to go at it alone. And even worse, 
Oftentimes, people speculate in the market or they try to time the market. But here's some interesting data. Over the last 50 years, the market has returned about 8% to investors. Missing the top 10 trading days during this period reduces that return to 4.5%. Missing the top 20 days drops it to 2.1%. And if you miss the top 30 days of trading, it erases the gains entirely. Yet, people persist in trying to time the market, often influenced by media personalities pushing the latest stock tip or cryptocurrency craze, ultimately leading to significant financial losses. My passion on this subject was recently fueled by a community member who shared a tragic story of losing his entire life savings to a cryptocurrency scam. Now, while there are exceptions and stories of individuals making millions from cryptocurrency, janitors amassing wealth through their 401ks, or other underdogs beating the odds, these are not the norm. According to research and reports from the IRS, only 8% of wealthy individuals accumulate their wealth through traditional salaries and wages. This suggests that the promise of saving a portion of your paycheck, investing it, and then enjoying a lavish retirement lifestyle might not align with reality. Instead, for most people, financial illiteracy means remaining stuck in jobs they hate, paying everyone except themselves. This includes the mortgage company, the tax authority, the utility companies, the car payments. Essentially, everyone gets paid except for them. They purchase a house, believing it to be their biggest asset, only to find all their money tied up in this single investment for nearly 30 years. In this time, they end up paying two to three times the original price of their home in interest, effectively becoming slaves to the system. I know I'm being a little bit dramatic right now, but my intention is to underscore how adhering blindly to conventional wisdom leads to mediocrity and a less fulfilling life than one might anticipate. And this includes you and it includes me. That's precisely why I'm thrilled you're here listening to a podcast about financial literacy. Understanding how money works is empowering. There is power in financial literacy. Let me provide an example. Suppose you have $100,000 to invest in a business, stocks, real estate, bonds, or you could keep it in cash. The destination for your money can make a tremendous difference. Over 30 years, investing that sum in a business with a 20% annual return could net you about $38 million. Investing in the stock market for a 10% return could result in $2 million, a stark contrast to the $38 million that's possible from investing in a business. With real estate at a 7% return, you could see $800,000. Bonds at a 5% return would yield you $446,000. And merely holding that $100,000 in cash for 30 years would leave you with just $134,000. Can you see why I'm so enthusiastic about business? However, here's the reality. When writing my second book, Outsizing, I researched and discovered that in most industries, about 65% of the economic profits are captured by the top 10% of businesses, and 80% of profits are secured by the top 20%, adhering to the Pareto principle. This principle suggests that 80% of results come from 20% of the efforts. Having spent my career turning around and growing companies, I sensed this intuitively, but seeing the data laid out before me 
crystallized the incredible opportunity. Unfortunately, most companies merely play the game, earning a modest profit that gets tied up in working capital or reinvested in capital expenditures to keep the business afloat. Thus, they think they're making a profit, but in reality, they're not generating any economic profit. In other words, they're not getting ahead, nor are they turning that $100,000 into $38 million that I mentioned earlier. So let me help you get started. By now, I hope you can see the transformative power of financial literacy. Here's the first step I'd like you to take. Understanding your financial IQ score. You can do this by visiting my website, byfiq.com, which stands for boosting your financial IQ. On the homepage, you'll find the financial IQ assessment. It takes just a few minutes to complete, and after taking the assessment, you'll receive your financial IQ score and be guided towards resources to kickstart your journey in financial literacy. This is the fastest way to boost your financial IQ, I guarantee you. I cut through all the garbage and I tell you exactly what you need to know from an entrepreneur's perspective, a CFO's perspective, and an investor's perspective. I've been in all those shoes before. I encourage you to explore six fundamentals of finance, financial statements, forecasting and analysis, cash and liquidity management, investment and value creation, market dynamics and economic insight, and most importantly, tying it all together into strategic financial decision-making. Mastering these fundamentals will not only boost your confidence in leadership and decision-making, but also sharpen your focus, enabling you to precisely leverage financial levers that make a substantial impact. Consider this, just one or two bad decisions in business can wipe out an entire year's worth of effort. Imagine effectively wasting a whole year of your life. Unfortunately, this happens more than we'd like to admit as we make financial choices that can postpone our financial independence by years. The reason? Well, stubbornness in not investing in ourselves, in improving our financial mindsets and skill sets. But don't just take my word for it. Warren Buffett, the billionaire investment sage, once said that the best investment we can make is in ourselves. From this point, I encourage you to take small steps, daily steps, to familiarize yourself with how money works. A fantastic way to do this is by tuning into this podcast where I'll host guests and conduct solo episodes focusing primarily on business finance with some personal finance discussions as well. My goal isn't to turn you into a numbers nerd, secluded in the back office with a green visor, doing debits and credits and ticking and tying the trial balance. I'm not going to do that to you. Rather, I aim to teach you the language of money because finance is the language of business. If you aspire to succeed in business, understanding how money works is non-negotiable. Whether you're an entrepreneur, CEO, business unit leader, division manager, a professional making financial decisions, or an ambitious individual aiming for career success, investing in your financial literacy will significantly enhance your advantage. I don't need to tell you all this, you know that, right? So you may be wondering, okay, Steve, how do I do that? To simplify things for you and to cut through the existing noise, I've spent several years developing over 300 lessons and quizzes designed to teach you everything you need to know about finance and strategy. I believe companies that implement a winning strategy supported by solid financial principles will maximize their value and achieve much greater success than those who simply wing it. When I discuss strategy, I'm not talking about using marketing jargon to define your mission, vision, and values. Instead, I refer to the crucial decisions about where to compete, 
how to compete, and how to secure victories alongside financial resources and returns needed to transform your strategy into a winning one. Look, when I was 16 years old, I left home and I moved into my sister's basement. Not because of anything my mom did. She was married to this total punk, but that's another story for another time. But my sister was kind enough to let me shack up with her and live in the basement. Now, I was tired of earning $4.25 an hour at the local Dairy Queen, and I decided after a couple summers working on sprinklers and landscaping to start my own landscaping business out of my sister's garage. Despite still being in high school, I was driven by a fierce determination to live a better life. So I set out on my own and I started selling my services. Here's the sad part. Even after growing the business into a multi-million dollar enterprise, I couldn't read a financial statement to save my life. I know, pathetic, right? My accountant would hand me an income statement and a balance sheet. And while I could identify sales and profit, I had no idea. I had no idea how to use these statements to make informed business decisions. Now this is negligence at its worst. Here I was the founder of this company and I had so many people who dedicated their time, their energy, and their heart to making it what it was. And they were relying on me. They were relying on my strategic decision-making and my financial decision-making. And I didn't take the time to invest in my financial literacy. And guess what the result was? I lost a considerable amount of money and ultimately failed because I hadn't invested in the financial acumen necessary to build a resilient company. I don't want this to happen to you. So learn from my mistakes, please. Since then, I doubled down on my financial literacy. I went back to school. I got my undergraduate degree in accounting and finance. I got my master's in accountancy. I went and got my MBA from Duke University and studied international strategy. I got my CPA and I just immersed myself in this world. I started this company called Cultivar and for nearly two decades, I've been turning around and growing companies in multiple ways. And all this was possible because I invested in my financial literacy. Now, during this time of running Cultivar and working with companies, a contractor approached me. He was visibly distressed. He showed me a report of all the projects he had completed over the past year. And astonishingly, every single project had been profitable. However, he is quickly running out of cash. His line of credit was maxed out and he was on the brink of bankruptcy. He was desperate to say the least, unable to comprehend how he can be making money, yet still facing the possibility of going out of business. This is a classic example of where financial literacy is crucial. 70% of companies that go bankrupt are profitable when they close their doors. The issue, they overlook cash flow, which is paramount. For this contractor, the misunderstanding between profit and cash flow, along with a lack of proper cash flow management, led him to take on projects that while they were profitable, didn't generate enough margin quickly enough to cover his cost. I call this throughput. Witnessing a man in his late 50s see his entire life's work crumble was, to say the least, heart-wrenching. This experience, among others, has motivated me to do this for you. I want you to be successful and to make learning about finance accessible even on the go. I wish there had been a podcast like this when I was younger, one that could have taught me these crucial financial concepts. So here's the deal. You can connect with me on social media platforms like LinkedIn or Instagram, or you can find me at byfiq.com, which like I said, stands for boosting your financial IQ. As I mentioned, be sure to take the financial IQ assessment and explore the other resources that I've created for you on the website.
If you're a business owner looking to change your trajectory and build a more resilient, profitable business, you can reach out to me at cultivar.com. Through Cultivar, I offer comprehensive financial and strategic support to help entrepreneurs turn around and grow their companies. Remember, you only need to get rich once, and I can help you achieve that goal so much faster than if you were to go at it alone. This isn't because I'm some kind of magician or extraordinarily intelligent. Rather, I'm just a normal person, okay, who has invested the time and who busts his butt in business to be successful. Also, I've been blessed with the opportunity to work with countless companies over two decades. I've observed what works and what doesn't, and I've distilled this knowledge and experience into a systematic framework that consistently delivers results. Throughout my career, I've generated billions of dollars in value for organizations. So that's what I'm here to do for you. I'm here to serve you and compile all of this into digestible content that you can take and then go act upon to achieve a better financial life. All right, that's all for today. And I'm truly honored and grateful that you've discovered this podcast and chose to listen in. If you're using Spotify, you'll find a section below where you can leave comments. And as I said earlier, please connect with me so I could be a part of your financial journey. I'm here to support you in any way possible. All the best. And I eagerly anticipate you joining me for the next episode of Boosting Your Financial IQ. Cheers. Hey, real quick, if you get value out of this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a review. Also, if you want to be featured on the show, send me a recording with your name, your age, where you're from, and your question through a voice note or a video using your smartphone. Then email me the file at hello at byfiq.com. BYFIQ stands for boosting your financial IQ. So once again, it's hello at BYFIQ.com. If selected, I'll give you a shout out and answer your question for you and the entire community. One last thing, if you want access to additional resources that will help you fast track your path to financial freedom, visit BYFIQ.com or download our free app in the Apple or Google Play app store today. Thanks again.